so today, I want to lay out a vision for 2019. Uh, this past year, we uh, laid out a vision of multiply. The, the goal in this is that each one of us would uh, pray for someone, someone who did not know Jesus, and that we would go to that person and that we would engage in conversations with them, hoping to get to the gospel and then invite them to this local church. And, and many of you uh, did that this year, and, and some you, you tried, and, and that person never came to this building, but I would encourage you, don't give up on multiplying. Um, and I, I believe this is one of the most effective ways. And, and the reason we said multiply 2018 is because we get overwhelmed with the lostness uh, in, in the world and overwhelmed with the lostness in, in Valdosta and Lowndes County area. And so I want to encourage you, just remember that one person, continue to pray for them and always be ready for the opportunities that God gives us, because he will indeed give us opportunities to share the gospel. This year, we're looking at Memorize 2019 with the focus of memorizing scripture. And I want to lay this out for you today, uh, one, so that you will understand the importance of scripture memory and knowing that as we venture into this challenge that immediately, if you're hearing this for the first time, your heart could have sunk down into your stomach and you're going, great, what I, what I love to do, memorize scripture. Because the majority of us would say, I'm just not very good at it. And so I want to just encourage you right now to say that you may not be good at it, but you actually can be very good at it. And, I, and in order for us to be very good at it, I think we need to do this together. And so memorize 2019. I, I know a lot of us love coffee. We like going to the local coffee shops and you have your favorite places that you like to go. Um, we don't so much drink tea as they do over uh, in Europe, but uh, you may enjoy a cup of tea. And I'm going to use the tea illustration for you this morning. Um, when we read Scripture and when we study Scripture, and when we hear the Word being presented, those are opportunities to where you take a tea bag and it's as if you were to dip into steaming hot water. And with each dip into the hot water, it begins to spread through that hot water this rich tea flavor. But just one dip or two dips or three dips of the bag will not give you a full, rich, robust uh, tea flavor, but it takes dropping the bag into the cup and letting it steep uh, for a few minutes that all of a sudden it begins to turn. Maybe it begins to turn to a, a deep reddish color. And then you go, that's it. That's the type of tea that I want to drink. And in order for that to happen, uh, you have to let go of the bag and you have to let it sit. And that's kind of the visual that I want to lay before us today when it comes to memorizing Scripture and meditating on Scripture. Because reading the Bible is vitally important and studying the Bible, vitally important. You coming together and us hearing the Word is necessary for our spiritual growth. It's a command for us to gather together. Uh, memorization is vitally important, but it leads to the meditation of Scripture. And that's where I think we struggle uh, in this culture, is taking the time to put aside things that think for us 
and implement thoughts into us, and we say, you know what, I'm just going to focus in on Scripture, and I'm going to meditate so that I can have this robust faith. And that's what I want to lay out for you today. Uh, Donald Whitney says this, meditation on Scripture is letting the Bible brew in the brain. I love that. The Scripture brew in your brain. I mean, are you thinking of Scripture often? When you face a conflict, are you quick to call upon God's Word? Uh, as you're having a time to s- sit aside and just rest, do you find yourself resting in the Scriptures? Is that restful for you? And for us to memorize Scripture, it helps us to better meditate on the Scriptures. And so, what does memorization do for us? And and why should we memorize? Well, number one, it leads us to obey God. It leads us to obey God. I think as Christians, we would come today and say, yes, I want to obey. I want to do what's right. I just have a struggle doing that a lot of times. Well, that's why we have David in Psalm 119, 11, say, I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word. Now, I, I told some folks I was going to do this, and so I left that blank on purpose because I want to ask you this question. Is there any other substitute to go in that blank other than God's word? Just look at it for a minute. I have stored up your what in my heart? Is there any other substitute for God's word? And I believe there's not. But the struggle I have, and I believe the struggle that many of us have, is that we find a lot of substitutes to go into that blank. A lot of things that God has given to us, God has provided for us through his creation that we take and we hold on to and we meditate on and we live our lives by, but yet we have a hard time putting God's word in that blank. And that's why we want to memorize scripture so that it's more fresh on our hearts, which is the second thing. Scripture, that it may be fresh on our hearts. This is what uh, Jerry Bridges says. We cannot effectively pursue holiness without the word of God stored up in our minds where it can be used by the Holy Spirit to transform us. And I love this because I, a lot of times I, uh, when I look at Psalm 119.11, I'm, I'm so used to saying, your word I've hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you because that's how I memorized it as a child. But when you look in the ESV, it says, I have stored up your word. And I, and I thought of this illustration that, uh, of chopping wood and being prepared for the winter. And, and that's not such a big problem with the central heat and air that we have most common today. But if you could just imagine that all you have is a fireplace uh, to keep you warm in the evening and you need wood, uh, always being prepared to have more logs to throw onto the fire, you run out and you go cold. You grow cold. And that's what happens to us when we run out of Scripture. When Scripture's not fresh upon our hearts, we quickly grow cold. Our hearts will grow cold. They'll grow hard. And I'm speaking to you, Christian. You see, God saved us because our hearts were were hard as stone, and he replaced it with a, a heart of flesh. It was soft and his word comes into our hearts and changes us. But if we 
neglect the time in God's Word, our hearts begin to grow hard. They grow cold. And we find ourselves, when we get frustrated, maybe we start using language that we normally would not use. Uh, Maybe we find ourselves blowing up at people that we normally wouldn't get so angry with. Uh, We just cannot stand going through Valdosta traffic as bad as it is because our hearts are hard in that moment. And maybe you lay on that horn or you give them a, a sign to tell them that they're number one, whatever. And we laugh, but you know what? People can be mean in their cars. And you know what? We can be mean people because we grow cold. And we need that fresh wood out on the porch that we can go to and we can quickly put into the fireplace and that we can be warm. And, and that's what we do. We store up his word. And we keep storing it up and we keep storing it up. So, so we don't do this. We don't land at a place where we go, you know what? I know about 10 to 15 verses. I'm, I'm comfortable with this. This is all I need to know. No, that we say, I can't get enough of God's word. I want to keep hiding it in my heart so that my heart stays hot for the Lord. So number two, it stays fresh on our hearts. And then number three, that we'll be ready to share with others. That we'll be ready to share with others. You know, we can go periods of time where we don't tell anyone about Jesus. And think about that. If there's any type of conversation we should be having, it should be conversations about Jesus. Because that's the greatest gift that we have received is salvation through Christ alone. And to consider all that he did for us on the cross by dying for every sin of ours. And we put our trust in that he died for us and that he paid for our sin. No one loves you or provides for you like Jesus. We should be ready to share Christ. But if we're honest, many times we we find ourselves talking about everyday, trivial, many times just meaningless stuff. And we're passionate about it. And I reflect back on my college days. We were driving up to Tennessee for a conference. And on the way there, we played this game of who could name the most baseball players all time. It's a great game. What you do is you begin with the first letter. uh, And and I would start with Andre Dawson every time because he's the greatest player to ever play a game, according to me. I'd say Andre Dawson, and and because his last name ended with a D, then the next person would have to find a baseball player that started with D, and then the game would continue on until you ran out, until you got stumped, until you could not think of a baseball player. And we played this game for over two hours. And I remember a young lady that was in the vehicle with us, she looked at us and she said, I'm just going to tell you right now, this happening here is ridiculous. And we're going, why? We, 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 we love this game. We love these players. And she said, think about more important things that you can memorize other than all of these players' names. And I thought, well, there goes the conviction. But we do. We, we have things that we can go on and on and on about and that we get upset over. I mean, that we lose sleep over. And you go, Really? When it comes to eternity, is it that important? And when it comes to Scripture, yes, it is. It is most important. And when we hide God's Word in our heart, when we store it up, we're ready to share it with others. It's fresh. We want to tell someone what God's been teaching us. And and I love Jeremiah 20, verse 9. He's, He's struggling with those who are around him who do not obey 
And there's the judgment of God that he just wants to unleash. And he says this, if, if I say I will not mention him or speak anymore in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Think about that. Is that you? Scripture in your heart, bound up like a fire. You're weary of holding it in. Indeed, you cannot, or you go, you don't have to have that problem with me. I'm I'm not quick to share God's word. I don't want to be quick to offend people. I want to get along with people. I like getting along with people. I like everything running smoothly. Listen, you've been called to go make disciples. I've been called to make disciples. And sharing God's word will offend. It cuts. It cuts deep. It is not for us to make it sound pleasant. It is not for us to be easily accepted. We are to speak it in love and in grace, and then we trust that God will do with his word what needs to happen in the sinner's heart. And so, as we obey God, and as it's fresh on our hearts, the word, we're ready to share it with others. And so, with laying this out quickly, we ask this question, why are we providing verses for you to memorize in 2019? 52 passages of scripture, 52 weeks, and every week you will have a new verse provided for you. Why these certain verses? Why can't you just memorize your own verses? And and I think that's great. Please do. If you are memorizing scripture already and you have a plan, keep going with that plan. But the reason that we chose these scripture passages, that I set these aside on vacation this past summer, I was, I was sitting around and I was thinking because that's a good time for me when I'm away from here and I can just kind of look down the road a little bit. And I began to think, why do we neglect to memorize scripture? And I thought about conversations I've had with brothers in Christ where we sit down and do accountability and, and part of that accountability is to memorize scripture And that just seems to be the impossible task. In fact, we could say, go read a chapter, answer these questions, memorize this verse, come back. And most times what happens is the person read the chapter, they answered the questions, but then the scripture memory just kind of gets lost and pushed off. And I think it's because we're intimidated. It intimidates us. And the goal of this is not to intimidate you. The goal of this is not to make you an extra special Christian because you memorize a bunch of scripture. No, it's so that we will obey the Lord. It'll be fresh on our hearts and we'll share it with others. It's to motivate us. It is to motivate us to go forth. And so these verses, what I did, I began to write and I thought, okay, if if I could explain the creation and fall and redemption and restoration How would I draw it out? And and what would we want to focus on in 2019? And we focus heavily on redemption and and restoration. But if we could write it out, I wrote out 52 passages of Scripture, and I showed my wife. Uh, Mind you, this is on vacation. And so she's looking at me, and she's going, what work are you doing over there? I said, no, this isn't isn't that kind of work. This is just something that's, that's fresh on my heart. I want to share this with you. What if you knew all 52 passages of Scripture right here? 
And she looked at them all on the page and she said, Brian, that is overwhelming. And I said, I know it is, right? I said, but, but what if all this was hidden in our hearts and we just did it one week after another week after another week and we just slowly chewed on these? And she said, okay, well, I, I, I can see a little bit clearer where you're going with this. And so we laid it out and, and I just said, I, the, really the purpose behind this is because I want us as followers of Christ to be confident that when we engage in conversation with somebody, we have a wealth of scripture to go to. And I think you'll, you'll agree with this. When you're, when you're talking with somebody and they start quoting scripture, it's convincing that they know what they're talking about. And you go, this person cherishes the word. They hold dear the word. Um, I need to listen to what they have to say. And so if we do this together, I believe at the end of the year, we will be more equipped to go forth and make disciples. Creation, fall, redemption, restoration, what people need to hear. Why do we do this? So that we grow in our understanding of the gospel, so that we'll be equipped to share it with others. And so I just wanted to lay this out for you briefly, and now we're, we're going to um, kind of move into an interview, because I thought that would be fun to do today. If you're here for the first time, this is typically not how the preaching time goes. So just laying out a vision here today, and normally we don't pause to do interviews, but um, I'm going to ask uh, Frank Cook, if he will, come stand up with me um, up here at the table, and we said we'll, we'll meet around the table here. And I have a few questions that I'm going to ask Mr. Frank, because uh, we said, you know, if we're going to go forth with this, then I want to give it a trial run. So I chose Frank. Uh, we meet uh, on Tuesdays at 3.30, and he is faithful um, to accountability. And I do want to say this before everybody. I didn't tell you this part, so forgive me. But I'm just grateful for this brother because uh, it's easy to say we want accountability. It's easy to say, hey, I'll be there. But then it's really easy to make excuses for not being there. And this brother right here is not good at making excuses. He doesn't make them. He's, he's there. He's consistent. He has pushed me. He has challenged me. And so I appreciate that, brother. And, and we need Frank Cooks in our life. Um, we need to be Frank Cooks for, for other people. And what I mean is we need to be faithful. Um, and so I, I appreciate you. And, and I want to ask you these questions. Uh, number one, how long did it take you to grow that mustache? <laughs> there it is. Is that? No. No. Is it not on? Uh, since 1982. 1982. I have a feeling you're like 16 years old and had a beautiful mustache and just have kept it ever since, right? It was like, I think I was about 18. 18. Okay. 18. All right. I, I couldn't grow facial hair back then. All right. So for real though, how, how did you feel when I came to you and asked, hey, would you participate in this scripture challenge, this memorization? Um, I was a little apprehensive, as he said earlier, a little bit nervous about it because I've always uh, thought, I, like a lot of people, like he said, that I'm not real good at memorizing Scripture. I was a little intimidated by it. Um, like I said, he and I have been meeting. I meet with Mr. Charlie Fleetwood, and I always enjoy that time. But, you know, we don't do, haven't done a lot of Scripture memory. We study the Word, and we talk, and it's been real good. But I was a, I was a little intimidated and a little apprehensive about it, to be honest. Yeah, and so I, I was just speaking to that intimidation just a moment ago, but why, why do you think, just a little more in depth, why do you think that we're intimidated with Scripture? Um, it's just, I, I think, like you said, with the sports and things like that, we, we 
a lot of things we spend time with, we probably, and we don't put the time into it that we should a lot of times. That's probably the biggest reason why we're a little intimidated, that myself included, and I'm not trying to say I'm above anybody else, but I don't always spend the time that I need doing it, and when you're not prepared to do something, you're not as good at it. Yeah, that's, that's a great answer, and, and I think that's true. I think that um, if, if you put forth that time, we'll find that it's actually easier than we realized, but there's a discipline. Uh, before we get to the Scripture memory, the, the discipline is setting aside the time uh, to do that. I absolutely agree. So um, was it what you expected when we gathered together and, and began to do the Scripture memory challenge? I mean, did it meet your expectations? Um, kind of explain in that regard. Yeah, it was, um, it, I mean, I think it exceeded. I, th- you know, I mainly thought we were going to just go in there and memorize the scripture, but we also read, you know, we'd read the chapter that it pertained to, um, and we talked about it when we went in there. We just didn't say, do you know the scripture? We read it, and we were done in a few minutes. We went in there, and we talked about the scripture and in depth and kind of broke it down and what it meant. And, of course, there's a plan to it, like you just said earlier, where it all, it all ties together to, you know, explain the gospel. So it wasn't such a scary experience, right? No, once we got into it, it was not near as scary as I thought it was. I felt, um, I was really nervous about doing it. I'm, yeah, extremely nervous. But once we got into it and started doing it and, you know, I I was beginning to learn and I, I became more confident as we kept going week by week. Yeah, growing up, I mean, when, when I was told that we would have to memorize scripture and, and arrive at Sunday school class and have that verse, I remember my heart pounding as I was walking to the door. What if I didn't get it all right? And, and what if everybody else knew it and I didn't? And so I allowed that moment to kind of deter me uh, from being steadfast and memorizing more scripture. And But once you begin to, to get into the scripture memorization, you realize it, it can be a true, true joy. Um, I think of one summer, the opportunity uh, that I was really challenged to memorize Scripture, and it was like the more you started memorizing, the more you wanted to know. Um, and it can be addictive, too, um, once you begin to get into it, just like many things. But I'd say if you have an addiction, let it be Scripture, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So what, what would you say you gained from this opportunity? Um, I can just say that I it made me kind of stretch myself and realize that I can do more than, you know, what I thought I could do. Um, and I learned, you know, a lot more in depth about how to break down the Bible and how to read. Um, and just the importance of being prepared and putting in the time. Um, and I just had a, you know, a better understanding of the word and just how the, how it just all comes together. And in the end, when you, when you go through it and read it and memorize it and learn it, and, you know, treasure it in your heart, because that's what we're supposed to do. Very good. And so, if, if we look at statistics and, and we pay attention to them, there is a high, high percentage of, of Christians that don't memorize any scripture. I mean, just, we're, we're, we're cold in that area. And so, all of a sudden, we're, we're presenting to the church, hey, here's 52 passages one year, let's do it. Um, does that seem possible? Yeah, you just, you got to take it one week at a time and memorize that scripture and, you know, don't look at it as I've got to memorize 52 verses for the week. Memorize, you know, take it one step at a time, do the week, just do it week by week. And as you do it and put the time into it and work at it, it'll, it'll definitely become easier and it won't be such a chore. You'll, you'll get pleasure out of it. You'll enjoy it. So you, you speak of the week, you know, week by week. Can you go a little bit in depth about what your week looks like and, and how you use your week to memorize Scripture? 
Um, well, the first thing, you know, that we would always do is we would write the scripture down on our card, and we have like a little binder that we keep the cards in for the year. And I would keep the card, and I would uh, keep it in my pocket a lot of times. I would carry it with me to work. Um, and when I get up in the morning, number one, I would, try to, I would look at it in the morning before I go to work and just read over it. And then, um, you know, I go to work, like if I'm sitting down eating me a biscuit or something, I would pull my verse out and look at it and just as I had time. Um, and when I leave work, I would try to go home and look at it. And then usually I tried, the last thing before I went to bed was I would try to look at just, you know, and I think it's important to not have distractions. Don't do it while you have the TV on. Cause I'm it's the world worst about used to try to read stuff with the TV on or you, when you have your phone on. Put those, put those things aside and put all the distractions aside that can hinder you from learning, learning the verse. Amen. That's good. Um, any questions y'all have for Frank? Just kidding, don't do it. No, but what encouragement would you give us? So here you are standing before our local church that we love and, and we pray for. And um, what, what encouragement would you, as, as a brother in Christ here who faithfully intends, and we say we're, we're going to go for this in 2019, encourage us, uh, challenge us? What would you say at this time? I would just say that it's natural to be nervous about it or be apprehensive about it, especially if you're somebody like myself who is not good was not good at memorizing scripture and I was really scared to death of it, um, is to just be encouraged that you can do it. You have to put the time into it, I think. It's very important to put the time into it, um, you know, and just be encouraged in that if you have problems or you have, uh, you have fears that, one, you should take your fears to the Lord just like we should do in a lot of things that we don't do. We try to handle them ourselves, and if we try to handle it on our own, we, we won't be successful at it. But take your fears to the Lord and just ask him, say, help me, help me. I need, I need help with this. This is something I struggle with. Um, and he will, he will answer that call because he's going to equip us to do his work. Amen. Brother, thank you so much. Can we show our appreciation for our brother coming up here? So, Bob, love you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I appreciate you, Frank Cook. I really do. Um, so when will we start this challenge? Today. Today is, is the start. Um, we have on these tables uh, the scripture cards, and in the first uh, card says Memorize 2019, and, and you see the different logos here, um, uh, Creation, Fall, Redemption, Restoration. And I just want to say thank you to Kaylin Wilson, who yeah, you knew it was coming, uh, but she uh, designed these, and I'm just so grateful. It looks good. It is crisp. And, and so every uh, card that you will have from week to week will have one of those logos at the top, one of those emblems there, uh, so that it will clue you in as to where this fits in the grand narrative of Scripture of creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. And so it begins today, but because you're here today, here's the good news. You get two weeks uh, to memorize the first verse. And so we uh, will begin uh, today with this challenge in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And you say, why, why choose this verse? Uh, because we wanted to highlight the importance of Scripture. And so we begin with the importance of Scripture, and then in two weeks, uh, we will begin with Genesis 1-1. And so uh, what you'll need to do at the end of the service, I challenge you, if you will accept this challenge, and, 
and uh, walk along with us in this challenge this year. Just come to the front and grab one of these on your way out. Uh, This ring opens up where you can add a new card every week. And so I'm going to go ahead and take the time now to explain what all we're providing for you in this scripture memory challenge uh, for 2019. Uh, One, we'll have these cards. Uh, We will provide a month's uh, worth of cards for you in advance so that you can go ahead and put them on the key ring because some of us like to go ahead and and memorize uh, ahead of others. That's okay if you do that. Um, But one of the good disciplines in, in memorizing scripture is to review And so that's why you would put it on a ring and so you would keep these around so that you could continue to go back because it's easy to memorize something for the week and then forget it. Um, So that's why we have a hard copy, but we'll also have digital uh, versions as well so that when you go uh, to the website, our website, perimeterroad.com slash memorize. Uh, you can receive a digital copy of this. And that way, if you want to have it on your phone, uh, set as wallpaper, you can walk along uh, the day and you can look down at your screen and, and there it is staring you in the face. That can be a great accountability for you. Uh, so we'll have both and there. Um, but I do encourage you that you would go back and review Uh, what you memorize uh, as we can quickly forget those things. Another thing that we'll have, and thank you to Clint and to the band and everyone who has uh, had a part of this so far, I'm hoping to receive an invitation to to do this as well, but scripture songs. Uh, You heard this first scripture song at the beginning of the service, and so basically um, what Clint has done is he takes the scripture and he writes a song that goes right along with it. Uh, So if you're familiar with Seeds of Faith, uh, for the kids that help them memorize scripture, uh, this is very similar, but for adults as well. And so we let our kids listen to it the other day, and they said, that's good. And they already started singing it, and so we, we appreciate that. This is something that you can listen to in the car. This is something that you can listen to while you're at home. Uh, Wherever you are, you you can take this with you. And and listening to the scripture through song helps you uh, to memorize. And so this takes a lot of work. Um, It really does. This takes the most work uh, to prepare these songs. And so I just want to say I'm very grateful uh, that we uh, have a group of people and and a leader who is saying we're dedicated to providing this because we really do want to uh, embrace this challenge together, and it's important that we memorize Scripture. And not only that, uh, do we have Scripture cards and Scripture songs, but we'll have a midweek devotional uh, so that when you go to perimeterroad.com slash memorize, you'll also have a devotional there that goes right along with uh, the Scripture that you're memorizing so that it gives you uh, more context and better understanding of that Scripture passage. Because again, you, you want to see where it fits in the grand narrative of Scripture. It's not just memorizing Scripture so that you have something to say, but you know why you're saying it, where it comes from. And so, what do you need to do? After, after hearing this today, what do you need to do? What do I need to do? Number one, we need to commit to the challenge. We say, I'm, I'm committing to this, and I'm, I'm going for this. I'll, I'll be committed. And number two, ask someone to come alongside you. Ask someone to come alongside you in this challenge. Um, spouses, maybe you'll do this together. And I know, let me just put it out there, I know that could be awkward. We would like to think that it's easy to pray with our spouses, that it's easy to read Scripture with our spouses. And, and maybe you do find that easy, but for the majority, it's a, intimidating, it's hard, it's awkward for some reason. Um, this is something that we should embrace together. And if this is awkward for you, I challenge you 
to work past that awkwardness by beginning with the first week and saying, you know what? We'll embrace this challenge together. Let's, let's memorize this scripture together as a family or maybe it's an accountability partner that you have. As I was talking about Frank in my life and, and it helps to know that every Tuesday, this brother's gonna have the scripture memorized. And so I wanna have it memorized too so that we can say it together. So ask someone to come alongside you and then create a plan. What would your plan look like of, of memorizing Scripture? Let me just give you one that uh, I had a pastor pass on to me, and it was great advice. He said, spend 10 minutes a day memorizing Scripture. 10 minutes. It was a challenge. Can you take 10 minutes of your life just to memorize the Scripture? And so the way he walked me through that is he would say that you begin, and if I'm looking at 2 Timothy three sixteen, you would say, all Scriptures breathe out by God. 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 And you'd say that 10 times until you have it. And then you would go to the next thing and profitable for teaching and profitable for teaching and profitable for teaching. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching. And, and you would continue that for 10 minutes and then you put it down and you go about your day. And maybe that evening you pick it back up and before you go to bed, you just review that But if you're faithful to do this about day four into it, you've got the verse. And it's fresh, and you keep memorizing it, and you keep with it. And then by Sunday, when we come together, um, I I hope that community groups, that you would take on this challenge, and that this would be a part of your time together. Today, when Brother Hal uh, taught our big group today, um, he led us in in Scripture memory. And, And it can be that easy uh, for you teachers to lead your class in the memorization of Scripture. Just keep it before you often. And so if it's 10 minutes a day, um, if it's an hour a week, you, you create that plan, and maybe you'll, you'll tweak that plan along the way, but create something, stick to it, and see what works there. Um, and so that encouragement I give to you. So in closing, I want to remind you of this that as we saw in the scripture, his word is like a fire shut up in our bones. We're weary of holding it in. Indeed, we cannot. If, if we go back to that fireplace that I was speaking of and that porch where there's wood and you build a nice hot fire and in the times that we would need it, I know it's kind of hard to relate to that today. I get it. But you go and stand by the fire quickly and then you walk away, you, you quickly become cold again, as we were talking about. And you know, it's important to read, and we need to read. But think about this, if all you do is read Scripture, if all I do is read Scripture, that's given, on average, two seconds per verse as we read. If we don't pause and meditate on it and focus on it. And so that's like going and quickly standing by the fire, warming ourselves, and then walking away. And then we quickly grow cold again. And a lot of times we get frustrated and we go, you know, what? I'm doing a lot of reading and I'm just not growing. I encourage you that as you memorize and meditate, we find ourselves lingering by the fire. We don't want to walk away from the fire. May we linger by the fire this year as we accept this challenge. As we hear the word, um, we're going to be uh, entering into a sermon series in, in the book of John. Uh, for 2019 and, and probably beyond. And so you go, wow, we're, we're really going to spend that much time in a book. You, you, I've been here long enough and to explain that it's important for us to go through books of the Bible 
And I hope that you're growing in your understanding and knowledge of the Bible. And I'm so looking forward to the book of John. It is a challenge to preach through John. It is a challenge to study John. And so we're going to do this together. Uh, So we'll enter into a sermon series starting next week um, in the book of John. And then um, I encourage you to, to continue to study the Word. And would you consider coming on Wednesday nights? Uh, I know we have busy schedules. There's so many things on our schedules. But I just want to challenge you once again. We, we put forth this challenge in August. Um, we had about, on average, about 50 people coming, adults coming together. And we had our students meeting and our, and our children meeting. But 50 adults that would meet on Wednesday night. And we said, you know, what else can we do? And we began to have conversations with some of you. And you said, well, you know, there's some specific things we'd like to, to know more of and, and grow in. And so we said, okay, we'll, we'll do that. And so we decided to teach eight weeks on what is a Mormon. What does it mean to, to be a Mormon? And how can we reach Mormons for Christ? And many of you went through that study. We also did a study on how to study the Bible. Um, and, and that was a great class. So many of you came from that class and said, I learned so much about uh, how to better study the Bible. We also had a class on Colossians um, taught by Miss Lily McGregor and for ladies. And we'll have that once again coming up in a, in a few weeks. And so many of you ladies went into that class and were encouraged by the book of Colossians and faithful teaching. And now we have a financial class um, that Ted and, and Teddy Welch uh, lead in. And, and so many of you have gone through that and been encouraged. We're going to offer that again. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to lay out the vision for session three and session four, which will take us into the summer And the reason we want to do this is because we want you to be well-rounded and equipped and ready um, to have conversations with people who don't know Jesus. And then you'll learn more, and it will drive you more to understanding the Bible. And so uh, I encourage you, if, if you have Wednesday nights available, come. If Wednesday nights aren't available, can I challenge you with this? Just measure it up. Measure it up and see, would you give eight weeks? Would you just give eight weeks and come try a class and see uh, how that may impact your life? And so those are a few things that are coming up as we linger by the fire in 2019. And so in closing, I want to pray for us. And as we pray, I would encourage you to commit to this challenge. Uh, Again, you'll have this first verse here for um, two weeks to memorize, and we'll let others know. We, we know a lot of people are continuing to travel. That's why we wanted to give two weeks for this, this first passage here. So everybody comes in. Nobody feels like they've been left out. And then we can start this challenge together. And in two weeks from now, we'll have Genesis 1-1. And so pray with me, if you will, at this time. Father, thank you for our time together this morning. Lord, there are many ways in which we can spend our time And Lord, I thank you that as a follower of Christ, when I don't spend my time wisely, there's an emptiness in me. There's a regret of of a missed opportunity within me. And there is a, a wishing at that point, as it's already passed, that I would have spent my time more wisely. Father, I confess before you a guilt trip before people of of why we should memorize Scripture will be no good. God, but to understand that as we hide your word in our hearts, it will lead us to obey you. May it lead us to obey you in moments of temptation. 
May it lead us to obey you faithfully through a week of where we have moments that we can pinpoint where we struggle the most. Father, may it be fresh on our hearts. May it be lovely to us. Father, I ask that if we're not in love with the Scriptures, that as we embrace this challenge, as we get into the Scriptures, that a great love would grow within us. And Father, as this great love for Scripture grows, then I believe we will want to share it with other people. So, Father, help us. May the Holy Spirit empower us to embrace this challenge, not to be intimidated, but to be motivated. Thank you for our people who are gathered here today to hear this challenge. May we receive it. May we be committed to it. And may we grow in your word this year. We thank you, Father, for this time. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.